Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 24th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our one of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We stand for revolution if it's a Jesus revolution. We really stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Um, man, there's so much going on. Yesterday we talked about it was National Pie Day, not 3.14, but the good pie that you eat. My favorite pie, by the way, is Dutch apple pie. Just deliciousness. <laughs> anyway, I guess that was robocalls pretending it was Donald Trump or pretending it was Joe Biden against Donald Trump, basically saying, hey, you don't need to show up at the polls in New Hampshire yesterday. That's a scandal. And uh, of course, they say it wasn't Joe. It was fake. It was A.I. So a deep fake robo voter suppression call fraud, folks, election integrity problems. U.S. Supreme Court on five to four vote. Allows federal agents to cut razor wire. We're going to get into that story in detail later today more. We also had on uh, with Richard McBean on Chris Hort talking about the satellite phone, sat123.com and phone123.com. Uh, used code MAC50 for 50 bucks off. We also talked with Jerry Sheridan. Now, Jerry is a great guy. He's been in law enforcement for 40 years, and he's running for Maricopa County Sheriff. That's the third or fourth largest county in the country, depending on who you ask at the time of day. <laughs> Mr. Sheraton is an incredible man, a constitutional man, backs the CSPOA and Richard Mack, and says, bring back the posse. Yeah, they got rid of a lot of the posse uh, stuff back uh, when, you know, Joe Arpaio left. And uh, this is a tragic kind of a deal, um, because the posse's pretty much been diminished uh, and ruined. Now they're trying to bring it back, and Jerry, if he gets elected, will do just that. He, by far, is the best candidate uh, they could come up with, that's for sure. And uh, he's a great guy. He was on TV with us yesterday. What a great guy. I think the guy's just a great person, and I really, really, really hope he wins his election. All right, in other news... R.I.P. Rest in peace, my friend, Charles Osgood, former CBS News anchor, died on Tuesday at the age of 91, reports uh, CBS News. And uh, they say he died of dementia. What a sad tale. That's a rough, long haul. Our prayers are with the family. Charles Osgood was kind of like a Paul Harvey of the day. He did what was called the Osgood Files. Great, great, great reporting. It was non, um, you know, woke agenda. It was just down the line, straight American news of interest, and, and very interesting, like a Paul Harvey quite a bit. But anyway, what an era gone by for that. Meanwhile, the new media takes center stage, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I'm here, and that's why George Ballantine is here. George Ballantine, co-host of the Big Mig podcast. It's audio, video, and more. TheBigMig.com. The tip of the spear, if liberty means anything at all, it means that you have the right to tell people what they don't want to hear. George, welcome back, sir. 
Good morning, Sam. Thank you, and welcome to all the Liberty Roundtable listeners. You know, it's always a great day when you open your eyes up and say, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. That's why I say this is my first thought every morning. Amen to that. You know, well, we're taught in the every, scriptures that we're supposed to lay down into him and ask him to watch over us while we sleep, and then we're supposed to wake up with celebration in our hearts, right? Right. You know, you're speaking of uh, Charles Osgood. Um, he actually lives 10 minutes away from me in New Jersey, and for people that don't know, he's he's one of um he's a um, journalist, reporter, radio personality that actually used to report the news and tell the truth. Not like yeah, what you're right. seeing today in the mainstream media. There's, you know, we have to say that because it's a big difference. And, you know, that man had integrity. He was a great man. And um, it's sad to see when someone dies like that or, or suffers from dementia. But, you know, amen. And I, I was, wouldn't have what? even brought him up if he wasn't a real broadcaster worthy of note. Right. Exactly. You know, you have to remember to, you know, the good in people, especially someone that speaks the truth and actually wanted to see this country thrive. Unlike what, you're, you know, the the mainstream media and deep state are working together to do. It's corruption at its best today. And it's, you know, we're going to get into that in a little bit. It's just getting worse. <laughs> Amen but, to that. Speaking of that, though, the Los Angeles Times is going to have to lay off 115 plus journalists cutting their newsroom by 20 percent and you get this news from the new york times so the new york times the east coast <laughs> likes to mock the west coast and they're like hey 115 journalists getting cut and everything else this just shows the mainstream press is melting down george it is well don't forget sam you have sports illustrated sent emails out to all their people saying they're they're all being laid off i mean you know we keep saying it go woke go broke and, you know, you want to put a man in a bathing suit and say and put on a cover of a swimsuit issue saying she's a female. What do you expect you're going to get? I mean, you're going to lose you're going to lose your your audience doing that. And I'm not, somebody said on X the other day it was I forget who it was. They were talking about, you know, the L.A. Times, you know, feeling sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for them. You want to you know, you want to your job is supposed to be reporting the truth, reporting what's happening, not making up stories and lies and deceiving the american people so you, i don't i have no sympathy for them losing their job because of that it's just no well you know they've decided who to kind of hook their <laughs> uh, you know they decided which cart they're going to kind of hook their journalism to and everything else and look you know what you are working with corrupt media folks and you see this time and time again you see it with glenn beck and you see it with you know, all these different talk hosts everywhere, you know, Megan Kelly, they all work for the beast, you know, um, even Tucker Carlson, they all work for the beast and they all ran around all muzzled and highfalutin and plenty of money. And then they get basically fired and then they come to their senses and go, yeah, the mainstream press is corrupt. Let's all get out. And then they all start to hang their own shingle out and try to do their very best. See, they're trying to imitate what we've been doing for a long time, George. I've been doing this for more than 25 years. And all these guys that are doing their own stuff is kind of a Johnny come lately plan when they get fired. They either, you know, stand up for God and they get fired. Or they want to report something like Tucker Carlson did about January 6th, the truth. And, you know, you get fired and you don't know why you got fired. And Glenn Beck claims that he got fired because he wanted to talk about God and they didn't want him talking about God. And well, that's, you know, why I never took a big gig in the media in the first place. They offered me one and they said, you got to kick God out to do it. And I'm like, not happening. And so, you know, we see this pattern over and over and over. 
but all these Johnny Come Latelys. And so I bet you out of these 115 round of journalists, you're going to see a bunch of them start to try to do something on their own and tell you how bad the press is. See, when the check's not coming, the press is bad. When the check's coming, uh, the press ain't too bad there. In fact, everybody else is a conspiracy nut, you know. And they just kind of do that narrative. Uh, but we're seeing more and more and more of the truth come out and the mainstream press losing more and more credibility and basically their their funding is all on the line because of it and it takes big money to fund the yesteryear press they don't do things modern way like we do and run things on a shoestring everything they do is literally a big money just spent millions and billions of dollars and they've got to cut stuff. they don't have the funding the big rich guys that all wanted a stake in the media it was kind of like a uh, who's who you know if you if you buy a big media something you're somebody look at jeff bezos and all these other people doing it and you know they kind of feel like oh i'm somebody if i've done that i have a, a, a news service or whatever else and so it's kind of interesting but i but i find it fascinating the way they're just literally having to lay off people left and right sports illustrated on the ropes as you mentioned looks like they're not going to be able to even continue their magazine they're going to have to do the big old bk and i'm not talking go to burger king either well you know sam <sighs> I want to go back to what you're just talking about. What you like, you brought up Tucker Carlson in media. Let's go. I want to go take that for a second. Sure. If you look at Tucker Carlson, Fox News is still paying him his salary, but they don't have him on TV, so they're paying him. I think it's like twenty million a year. And yeah. Have, and people, if people don't ask that, ask themselves, wait a minute, why are they still paying him if he's that bad? No, they're just they're paying him actually to be, try to suppress him, and be quiet because they don't want. They don't want to hear the truth. And another good example is if you look at um, Kaylee McEnany, she used to be Trump's press secretary, always right. behind Trump, behind Trump. She got on Fox. She was still with Trump. And then you can see from her commentary yesterday how she was, like, trying to defend Nikki Haley, telling Trump Trump needs to sit back now, you know, look at this win, and then look inside the trunk and try to change things. I mean, that's not that's Kaylee. That's the money behind it. That's... Fox News, the cohorts that are telling her what to say, and this is what we're, this is where we're at today. I mean, listen, I used to like Nikki Haley, but now the way she, you know, when you let big money take take control of you, you just you just gave in to the devil, and we won't be bought, Sam. Never, you cannot buy us. That's we'll right. turn you down. That's who we are, ladies and gentlemen. We want to stand for truth, or we're not in the biz at all. How do you like them apples? This is Liberty Roundtable Live, TheBigMig.com. I'm telling you, we got a lot of hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use straight ahead. Hang tight. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services.
Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, we know Trump is the elephant in the room. We will get to it, ladies and gentlemen. But meanwhile, I want to talk a little bit more about the Sports Illustrated uh, melting down. Look, the entertainment news of yesteryear and, and, and the completely political hack, woke corporations and stuff like that, they're losing money hand over fist, ladies and gentlemen. It's very interesting. Without Donald Trump's rallying their cause, even though he acts like he hates them and he loves them and he hates them and he, whatever, they've got a unique relationship. It's like, hey, we hate each other publicly, but we know that we'll fuel your engine financially and, and, and we'll uh, attack Donald Trump relentlessly. That's been kind of the pattern literally for the last eight years now, folks. Ever since Donald walked down the escalator or whatever you want to say, that, that's kind of been the narrative. Hey, let's attack Donald for filthy lucre. And, and now it's not working so well. Donald getting... Um, more and more of kind of a pristine position in America where he's the leader of the Republican Party. Uh, all they said about him has been discredited and false. No matter how hard the attacks continually, relentlessly come, the more they attack him, the more they try to jail him, the more they ridicule and mock and, uh, you know, suggest he's guilty of everything under the sun, the more star power he ends up having. I believe it's all by design, George. Um, listen, 100%, because every time they throw an indictment his way, his polls go up. I'm surprised they didn't do it with Biden. Just, you know, maybe he'll do better in the polls. You know, they should indict him, throw some charges at him. God knows, you know, we have so many from Ukraine to money bribery from China with, with Biden. But, you know, we can't get an impeachment. We can't get nothing with the GOP. Sam, it's one way or another, we will prevail in this country. We have to. At this point, we have this year and... I'm praying to God every day that people keep waking up and seeing the truth. I mean, we'll, I'm going to get into it more like with, with a lady in New Hampshire, what I seen. It was just we have to we have to figure out how to reach more people after what I was watching this morning. And we're going to look into that because a lady this morning was saying how she, in New Hampshire she wanted Chris Christie. She's actually from New Jersey. She retired over there. She's like a grandma. And then so she. Put her vote for Nikki Haley. She says, I don't want a dictator. This is this is a conservative, by the way. I'm yeah, saying, and the dictator narrative comes from the enemies of Trump who have trapped right. him. And he, they said, will you be a dictator? And he's like, well, only on the first day. Well, again, now you're talking about taking advantage of Donald Trump because he's not wise enough. Trump's good in the media, but he's not wise enough to circumvent their, their views. You would never, ever, ever say you'd be a dictator of any kind. When you say you're no. going to be a dictator for a day, all you do is add fuel to the fire. Now, that might be intentional by Donald to kind of mock them at it. But look, Donald served a lot softer than his rhetoric. I mean, he talked about locking people up. He did no such thing. 
Uh, you know, everybody said the economy had meltdown under Donald. That was false. He, he governed very softly for the most part uh, and very, um, I would say, respectfully in the sense that he didn't do anything crazy or radical. He didn't let the border leak like a sieve. He really doubled down for some conservative principles in most ways. Um, there's some exceptions to that, but for the most part, that's what he did. And I bring that up because all this narrative they're painting is just lies. It is, Sam. He, like, he was he was harder on foreign affairs than he was in this country, if you want right. to look at it, because we didn't have any wars. We had we had peace, no wars. Now we got how many wars we got going on? Three. I'm going to almost say we got the Ukrainian Russia war. We got uh, Israel and Palestine. Now now we're going against Houthis and it's going to yeah, escalate to Iran. Yeah. And now, now but let's at, be clear, we're in over 130 nations militarily as well right now. We're in that many countries right now with our military forces and kind of globalist agenda as a, as a, a I don't know what you want to call us, but a, but a big bully on the block, if you will. We're in over 130 nations militarily speaking, and we have been for my whole life almost. Yeah, we so old saying that we police the world, and they say it's for you know security for our country, but. Do we need to be spread that thin? With all the technology now, I don't think, my personal opinion, we, we need to pull out a lot of those countries. There's certain aspects, yes, we do need security in other countries, strategic locations. But we don't need to be spread that thin, not with all the technology we have today. But well, one thing, anyway, if you so look at the escalation with China, though, yes. right now, that's escalating. That's going to, I think, I believe, my opinion, it's going to happen before um, November. I hope you're wrong, but you may Me be too. right because they're trying to hold on to power under every circumstance, and that is the quintessential concern. While they're literally talking about a dictatorship from the Donald, I've seen more of a dictator by, by Biden than I've ever seen from Donald. Biden literally gets shut down by the Supreme Court, uh, like take student loans, for example. No, you can't do this, and he just does it anyway. Hey, the border, you know, by the law, you have to uphold the border. Oh, no, now they're just going to go ahead and... So Donald um, has a lot more respect for the rule of law than Joe Biden ever has. Uh, and we're seeing that in spades now. But Trump's win in the New Hampshire primary uh, was pretty solid. 11 point win. No, nine point win. What was it? Nine point win? No, it was more. No, I believe it was over 11 now because I just checked this morning. Trump was at 54.6 percent with 166,000 and change votes. He had a 30, 34,000 vote lead and Haley had 43 Point three percent, and remember, ninety percent of Haley's is independents and Democrats. You know, literally yeah. <laughs> filing the vote in the primaries to get the gold. And if you really want somebody who needs to court the Democrats to win, um, now you're talking about Kevin McCarthy and Mike Johnson and these other guys that can't stand with their own party. They break with their party for their own deep state agenda. And you see Nikki doing the same thing. Yep, she's W um, WF funded. So. It's interesting, in the 2024 New Hampshire Republican primary, they set a record for the most votes ever cast in the contest. That's And you just said it right in the, nailed it right in the, um, the uh, head on the coffin. It's because a lot of Democrats voted for Nikki Haley, which they shouldn't allow that unless you, you should vote for your party. If you want to switch parties, that's fine, but you do it well in time. But you have to yeah, ask, why did they had do that? Forms where people could change party the very night of the of the uh, right primary. But, it's a, but it's you have insanity. To, you can never document the true truality of votes do, uh, that way, right? Right. But you have to ask, why did they? Why did Democrats vote for Nikki Haley? Because they want her in there to keep going against Trump, to badmouth Trump, to, in hopes that you know people will switch their vote to Biden, which is not going to happen. 
because everybody sees Haley for what she for what she is. But you know, Kat Turner said to, said today, she's the only person that loses and gives victory speeches, which I find is hysterical. <laughs> no question. Furthermore, they tried to make this a. They didn't want Donald to to walk away from New Hampshire as the the primary winner. So what they did was they didn't have Donald or didn't have Joe Biden even put his name on the ballot, but then they had people write in. And so now what they do is they say two winners and two losers. Joe and Donald won, and Nikki and some other goofball from the Democratic Party lost. And so what they're trying to do is turn this into a win for Joe, even though it's not really at all a win for Joe because he had no contest in his primary that really mattered. Um, so he didn't even need to put his name on the ballot. He wasn't even interested in the state at all. But what they're trying to do is walk away and not give Donald the singular win or the upset or the whatever you want to call it, um, the landslide, so to speak. When you get literally beat him by 30 points in one state and then like 10 plus points in another state, that is very significant. And I can't help but think that, believe it or not, the uh, Ron DeSantis and the Vivek Ramaswamy uh, backing out and then endorsing the Donald that probably made a lot of the difference. They thought that they were going to go ahead and beat Donald in New Hampshire, and it didn't turn out that way. The Democratic New Hampshire governor literally doubling down and promoting Nikki Haley. It's that bad, folks, when we look behind the scenes and everything else. Big donors from Democrats to Haley and everything else. These, in my opinion, are the Republicans that are really deep state Republicans that aren't really Republicans at all. They're just Republican in name only. Um, the truth is that the left right wings are the same bird of prey, as Pat Buchanan put it. Look, this uniparty is a disaster. Uh, and what we really uh, are doing is taking the Democrats and the liberal Republicans are joining them. The conservative Republicans are kind of rallying around uh, Donald Trump and others. And is Donald Trump perfect? They kind of wonder, why do we have this psychotic support of Donald? It isn't because Donald's perfect. We know he has his flaws. But you show me somebody better. And what they tried to do is say, oh, we'll show you somebody better, Nikki Haley. And my response is, no, Nikki Haley's of Indian descent. She's not even constitutionally qualified to serve. Her parents weren't citizens when she was born. She's not a natural-born citizen of the United States of America. Furthermore, she's a leftist globalist. Uh, she takes her marching orders from the World Economic Forum, for heck's sakes. So, look, they didn't offer us a real opportunity or a choice for change at all, not change we can believe in. And so we're going back to Donald saying, listen, he was far from perfect, but all the scare tactics that you guys lied about him on the first go round were proven false. All the narratives about him being somehow tied up in foreign entanglements and all false. And so Trump's win in the New Hampshire primary is not surprising when Americans are sick of this liberal lying, manipulated bender against anything that makes America great. Anything that makes America good, they stand against. I mean, that's really what we're seeing, George. Yes, yeah, Sam. I mean, you just made, you just brought up something popped in my head when you're talking about um, Nikki Haley with her birth certificate and parents. Sounds very similar to Obama, doesn't it? Exactly right. And look what happened with Obama. Same with Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> yeah. I still now, think I'm not doubting Vivek because I like a lot of what he has to say, but I'm concerned about his origins and his leanings. I really am. I'm with you on that. I'm not sold on him. I think he was just the plant for Donald Trump, like to help Donald Trump. That's my opinion. But I don't have any proof of that. I just, it's just what I came up with. But look at New, let's talk about Nikki Haley. And you have to ask, bring this in with it. Why would she not bow out? Why would people still want to donate money to her when it's clearly, clearly she has no path to victory here? 
but people you still want to take people's money and waste their money what yeah, what is I, the think, I think it's about driving the news cycle i think the news loves this stuff and so they get ratings when this stuff happens and stuff like that you know and they really believe that in in um you know carolina where you know, we got Nevada next, and then Carolina. They really believe in Carolina. Nikki's going to do well, but I don't think so. I think people in her home state don't like her at all. Sam, she believes truth. that. <laughs> she does. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, she doesn't have a lot of support in her state. People know that she was a globalist and didn't defend the state at all. She was just merely looking for stepping stones to greater power and authority and electability. And they saw right through it, and they still will. Hang tight, George Ballantine, the Big Mig, and Sam Bushman, yours truly, on Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Former President Donald Trump is the winner of the Republican New Hampshire primary. Trump defeating former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Earlier, Haley said the primaries are a marathon, not a sprint, while looking ahead to the next contest. Freezing rain and snow are causing headaches for millions of Americans in the Midwest today. The National Weather Service says icy roads and possible power outages are possible from Kansas up to Maine. Illegal immigrants continue to enter the country across the southern border, but a bipartisan border deal could soon be coming. Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins says the price tag will likely pass $14 billion dollars. But some GOP lawmakers want to see the text of the bill before they consider it. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby is calling on House Republicans to act. The idea that we don't have a plan or a strategy or we're not taking this seriously is just not borne out by the facts. And, you know, again, if the, if the folks in the, on the House Republican side are, are serious about border security, and they claim they are, then they should act on the supplemental request and, you know, let's negotiate this in good faith. And regarding that supplemental bill, Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell reminds everyone on the House floor. I don't want to lose track of what the rest of the supplemental is about. I mean, the world is basically at war. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby is disappointed in Boeing's recent issues that have led to United planes being grounded. Kirby saying on CNBC that Boeing needs real action to fix its reputation. The FAA launched an investigation into Boeing and ordered the grounding of close to 200 Boeing 757 MAX 9 aircraft after a door plug panel flew off an Alaska Airlines flight earlier this month. This is USA News. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. 
Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, George Ballantine, Sam Bushman on your radio. I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, there's all kinds of news coming out of New Hampshire. People are wondering what on earth is going on. Even Democratic candidates who get no chance in their own primary virtually speaking are speaking out. George? Yes, Sam. You know, the Democrats that are trying to um, primary Joe Biden, you know, I think they're I don't think I know they're tired because they're not giving their fair shot of being in this race. I mean, just look at um, Robert Kennedy, what they're doing to him. So you had now Rep. Dean Phillips from Minnesota. He was actually on CNN with this clip, giving his sentiments of how he went to a Trump rally for the first time and met MAGA people, and he had nothing but good things to say. I mean, his last comment on this clip, he goes, my party is completely delusional. I mean, it's Here amazing. It is. Listen to this. We have a crisis of participation. And I got to tell you guys, I went to 
a Donald Trump rally a couple nights ago. Never been to one. Uh, I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours. And I thought, what the heck? You know, I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. Every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly. All of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. A diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now. Now, Sam, think about that. He literally doubles down, praises MAGA, praises Trump, praises the rallies, admits the truth. George. Yeah, I mean, who figured? You would never know that MAGA people that were nice, respectful, hospitable. I think that's, you know, we're a lot of conservatives, you know, were raised to have God first in your lives with morals and values, something that's that's missing on the other side immensely. And it's I was shocked to see that he actually said that. And that was on a CNN. I mean, that's what we need. We need people to start seeing what it really is and telling the truth. We just want what's best for this country, for what's best for our families, our future families, grandchildren. That's for everybody. Yes, we need pe um, diverse people in this country. Yes, we want people from other countries coming in, but legally, not overthrowing our borders, having terrorists come in. How many well, gotaways that they realize. don't even know who they are? Huh? And we've got to clearly realize this is one thing on the border that people are not really articulating well enough. And I, I'm convinced that we've got to articulate this well enough for people to understand. And that's one thing I do like about Vivek Ramaswamy. I've never elected him as president because he's not constitutionally qualified to serve. But he is a good guy. He's brilliant. And he's very articulate. And he lays things out on the kitchen table a lot like I do. Really, he does. And he does a great job at it, by the way. But I, look, you need to understand that when somebody comes to the border, that somebody is not all the same. There are good people who are fleeing gangs and violence in their own countries who do want a better life. There are terrorists. There are cartel members. There are those who are using our border for drug and human trafficking, right? Drug, tra drug trafficking and human trafficking. Okay, these people are hardcore criminals. Many of them are even terrorists from foreign nations that want to destroy America. Many of them are Muslim and all kinds of, you know, communist and socialist, and they have all kinds of agendas. You cannot take person A at the border and treat them equally. What you've got to do is find a way to determine who's who. And if somebody really needs asylum or somebody really wants a better life, there should be a way forward that makes legal sense in America. On the other hand, all these people that are just coming for a handout or coming for all the wrong reasons should be rejected. Um, there's got to be a way to look at this and say, hey, uh, the kid that was you know, born in America that's here illegally, that's an undocumented immigrant or whatever you want to call them, okay, I know they're illegal, but they're not near the same if they grew up here and all they know is America and they came when they were really teeny to no fault of their own, their parents. And you can't treat that person the same as you can the hardcore criminal that has all kinds of problems in their, quote, home country and comes to America who lie about putting families together. Some of these people aren't their families at all. They're merely um, conscripted, forced family members for the sake of looking good at the border or to pass muster to get released into the interior of the United States. This kind of stuff has got to stop. And it first starts with acknowledging this. The second I say this, though, they say, oh, Sam, you're just a racist and you just hate the Mexicans or you hate anybody of color. See, you're white and this is your narrative. And see, then they, they pardon the pun. They bastardize the whole term and discussion that I'm driving at, which is you cannot treat these people equal. They are not equal. 
I don't care what their skin color is. If you come here with ill intent for the country, you've got to be stopped. And if you're truly coming here because you need a better life or because you don't have a choice or a chance somewhere else, you know, that's a different ballgame. And we need to learn to nuance this into a discussion uh, that's meaningful per the situation. And what we end up with is knee-jerk reactions on all sides of the discussion. And it turns out to be a non-starter. But Donald's right when he says, look, we've got to lock down the border. Now, many are saying, Matt Gates and others, hey, shut down the government or shut down the border. I say shut down both. And then I say that you open both only based on constitutional principles. And so I, I would shut them both down and then say, listen, we're going to use the Constitution as our guide. And anything funded in the government is going to be constitutional or it's not getting funded. Or if it does get funded, there's got to be an extraction plan. So we don't want to crash the plane. So we want to make some concessions. But you've got to work through this in a meaningful way. This, these are the kind of conversations nobody's really having that we need to have in America, George. We do because... You know, we need to secure our border, but um, Democrats want to give more money to Ukraine. This way, um, the big guy can get his 10 percent. Probably it's more now. But how can we keep funding other countries when we need to fund our country and fix our country? All these people that come across the border saying their countries are, are corrupt and this and that. No, why don't they fix their countries? Fix the problem. That's what we need to do. I mean, maybe somehow... Advise them, help them. I don't know. At this point with Mexico, you need to just eliminate the cartels because Mexico is long gone. They're just running everything in that country. You know, you shouldn't call it Mexico. They should call, call it cartel. That's it. I mean, granted, you want people. We need people to come over from other countries. You know, my family immigrated here legally. I know Lance's family the same. But you can't just allow people to freely come in. And now under this bill... That Johnson, they were proposing, they were going to allow 5,000 um, illegal immigrants to come over the border a day in this bill. No, 5,000. That's We had uh, how many millions now come over under Joe Biden? I, I mean, you can't even keep track anymore. It's well, insane. And that's why I say we've got to absolutely completely shut down the border, 100%. Once it's shut down, we can talk about exceptions to the rule and determine if they follow constitutionality. Uh, we determine that we have an appropriate vetting process. Uh, you know, um, what's that island off of New York that was for the immigrants back in the day? Uh, Ellis Island. Ellis Island. Okay, they had a pretty good plan in place where they would do all these things to test uh, whether you're worthy of coming in the country or not, if you had a disease, if you had health problems, if you were going to bring uh, problems. or that They would vet you pretty good back in those days. Uh, and we need to take a page out of that yesteryear playbook on this thing. Speaking of health problems... You know, if you had health problems, you know, depending on, on the severity of it, they would send you back. You know, not like That's Joe right. Biden. If you, you can come over the border with COVID when they had our whole country shut down. Businesses shut down. People losing money, losing their businesses, losing their homes because of it. But meanwhile, if you're if you're illegal and you got COVID, come over the border. It's no problem. Why? Because reality, COVID wasn't that serious. It was just all a lie just to put and fear in people. They would even give those people ivermectin under the guise of some other illness, but they knew full well that it would basically prevent COVID for them. Well, they lied to us about the value of ivermectin. It's incredible the things we learn when we dig in behind the scenes on what's going on. Anyway, my question is, is, is Dean a truth teller? I guess a broken clock's right once a day, right? <laughs> <laughs> twice a day, maybe now. Who knows? Yeah, if it's a digital clock, it could be twice a day, that's for sure. It All right, be, I yeah. guess leaked audio is in the news, and it's very, very telling. George? It is. I mean, you know, you look at the timing of this and everything, and it's just you have to ask why, first of all, because 
Why would they do it on New Hampshire on a primary day? Did they want, not want this to get that much exposure? I mean, or that's exactly why. Right? Was it because they knew it was going to come out and is a deep state unity? I'm going to say involved where they said, "Oh, let's do it with the New Hampshire primary. This way, it doesn't get that much of a knowledge or known out there." Which people are putting it out there. We're going to keep talking about it, but this is, I mean, it's a, quite a plot twist when a political party chair, Republican Jeff DeWitt, tries to bribe a candidate who was Carrie Lake to stay out of politics. Sam, this is like a scene from a political thriller, except it's real life, people. This is not a movie. This is real life, what's happening. I mean, And a big old shout out to all these people, to those of you who think we're off on the conspiracy theories all the time. You know, with James O'Keefe and many others, we've proven that these aren't just conspiracy theories. These are conspiracy facts. And to those of you who don't believe there are conspiracies, this proves there's conspiracy. This was this happened in private. This was a, a, literally an in-your-face. Will you capitulate and play ball for filthy lucre? Uh, we'll play the clip and talk about it more in seconds. George Ballantine with me, thebignig.com. I am Sam Bushman, host of Liberty Roundtable Live. Hard-hitting talk always at your fingertips at LovingLiberty.net. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. Looking for an IT partner that truly understands your needs? Managed IT Services is the answer. We meet with you regularly to discuss your goals and form a tailored technology plan. Our customers have called us a trusted advisor who delivers. When it comes to IT, we do it all. Firewalls, cloud storage, server migration, and more. Say goodbye to long-term contracts and hello to a team that earns your business month after month. Call 801-706-6980 now and let Managed IT Services transform your IT experience. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable. Here are your hosts, Sam Bushman and co-host of the Big Mig Show, George Ballantine. So we're just talking about this biggest story that no one's talking about. 
where Jeff DeWitt, the GOP rep of Arizona, tried to bribe Carrie Lake out of, to stay out of politics for two years. There's corruption, money, cartels involved. Now, Sam, before we play this clip, I'm going to ask you a question. Carrie Lake had spoke about this at CPAC, but she didn't give any names, but she spoke about, you know, being attempted, someone tried to bribe her. Why do you think she waited or did not fully put this out and play this, play this clip when she said it? You know, it's the power of negotiation, uh, in my opinion, George, uh, what you're talking about. And those who are smart don't put all their cards on the table at once. And so what they do is they kind of put a floater card out there and see if somebody else admits to it, see if somebody else uncovers it. See if, because what you do is you tease the audience and you make things, um, I don't want to say bigger than they are, but you, you make sure that you get the news cycles and coverage. If you just release it all and it's flash in the pan and it's yesteryear, you have no ammo left. And so it's, it's a matter of measuring one's delivery. It's a matter of timing and it's a matter of positioning um, to where she wants really this to get the focus that it deserves. And that's why we're talking about it now in such detail. Everybody else wants to just talk about New Hampshire and Nikki's mad, but Nikki's catching up and all these lies. We're talking about things that, hey are happening in the country, proving conspiracy, highlighting that Carrie was right when she said that this was happening. Now we have the hard evidence that it's happening. Trump does this a lot, too. Trump will make a statement, and first you go, what? And then later it comes back around in like six months, three months, two months, whatever later. It's like, hey, it flashes in the news. It's like, well, Donald was right again about that one. Carrie Lake is doing the same thing intentionally. It's called the power of negotiation, George. Well, you know my opinion, Sam? I, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, Carrie Lake sitting on this information while she's going through all those court battles to try to um, over have her election heard and evidence actually heard in court. And because she she did win the um, governorship of Arizona, but our corrupt courts over there didn't want to um, allow evidence yeah, truly in there. It was literally less than a second for ballot comparison to verify if the ballot, the signature on the ballot matched the signature in the voting record. They literally did it in less than a second per ballot. Literally impossible. And the judge said, who cares? I mean, yeah, but beyond that, we had tabulators that were that were messed with. We have now the receipts oh, for sure. that. But so, you know, with Trump, loyalty is very big with Trump. He's very big on that. So does this show that Carrie Lake has loyalty with Trump and and possibly could be his VP pick. I think there's that a very kind good of possibility, leverage. Yes. Yeah, that's my theory on this one. Because Although Carrie was asked about it and she said, "I'm going to do my very best to become a member of the Senate. Uh, I support Donald Trump 100 percent, but we got to have great people in the Senate." I agree with her on that score as well. So I don't know where she's going to land, but make well, no mistake that she, her days are not over. I don't. I look at that statement and then I don't know what makes her think that she could possibly win Senate when she when. They stole it from her for governor. They'll probably do the same thing. So that's why well, I'm looking right. at Yeah, and that's I why I look at the bigger it. picture. Yeah. Part of the problem too is again when you negotiate when you're on the national stage, you've got to be very careful of how you say things. And so what she's kind of saying is, Hey, I'm in the Senate lane right now, I'm running for Senate. Unless something else changes the game, I'm not gonna create all this nuanced behavior. Now, who do you think would be best for Donald Trump's running mate? I'm concerned of who he's going to surround himself with. I would pr propose a Rand Paul or a Mike Lee or a Judge uh, Roy Moore or somebody like that that could be fairly principled. He's got to get people around him that support the truth. I'd support Vivek Ramaswamy uh, to be in Donald Trump's cabinet. Just put him as a, what do they call the media czar? What's that lady right now that's for Biden that just interferes with everything? But I'd press, like to have well, him. I'd be a good press secretary. I'd be a too, great though. press secretary. Yeah. <laughs> but Vivek is the press secretary. 
uh, you know, get, say, a Mike Lee or a Rand Paul or a Judge Roy Moore or somebody like that to be the VP pick. I think you could be off to the races. If Donald could show that he's surrounding himself with the right people this time, I think we could make real headway, George. You know, they're talking. That's a big question of whose VP pick is. And they say it's going to supposedly going to be a woman who knows. But, you know, I know from what I'm hearing, top of the list, you know, General Flynn is one of them. Um, they're saying now Tim Scott um, from South Carolina. But you also have, and this was always my my choice and be from the beginning, was Christy Nome, governor, what, I think of South Dakota? Yeah, that's right. And then, so, who knows? There's a mix. Who knows what Trump, Trump can say who he's going to have in his mind and all of a sudden change at the last second. But as long as he doesn't allow the establishment to push him to make a pick like he did with Pence, because that was the establishment that pushed Pence on him. You know, I think a woman would help him get the more of the women vote what he needs in this country. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, they're all even talking about um, she was a senator of Hawaii. Oh, she was a Democrat. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Now, I, I, me personally, I, you know, to me, she's a Democrat. She hasn't sold herself of uh, truly um, showing her allegiance to um, conservative and MAGA, but she's supposedly in a, in a running, too. I don't know. I mean, what do you feel, yeah, by what the do you way, feel about her? By the way, they say that an RFK, I would support her compared to many of the others, even some of the Republicans being considered. Like, I'd pick Gabbard over uh, Lee Stefanik, for instance. Lee, Lee Stefanik sounds great, but her voting record shows very, very um, lackluster when it comes to the Constitution, to say the least. Um, but I think that um, we really need to work on who's going to surround President Trump. That is the assured. We have got to get the right people around the Donald uh, for sure. And I think at least, um, you know, Carrie Lake telling the truth and standing up for what she believes in and she's not willing to give up. That's good news. Here's this clip we talked about, though, because I want to mention more about these cartels, the border discussion that we've had and this discussion about Carrie Lake and the presidency all matter. Here it is. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, man. I see the cartels operating in 50 states right now. Like all 50, you mm-hmm. know? So. So what, what, what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just tell you what. I just say there are people calling around saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. If you say, I got offered to buy out. Don't use it. Because then we lose our ability to get things done other, in the future. Here's this is my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not about ownership. It's about control. I don't know if it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that. You know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? You want to stay opportunities. <laughs> what? Two years, Sam. They want you to stay out for two years. Now, he said that these people are from, from back east. I mean, so if you look at back east, because, you know, they're in Arizona. Who's back east? Let me see. Washington, D.C., the deep state. This is how much could they were involved. Chicago could be all kinds of places, right? Could be, yeah. 
Because remember, we, Barack Obama was the, the big deal for him is the Chicago League, right? So there's some power there that we got to uh, pay attention to as well. I believe Barack Obama is controlling the strings for Joe Biden behind the scenes. And this would be one evidence that this is actually true. Stay out of politics for two years. We'll pay you to do so. Hey, we told you there was conspiracies. If that's not a hatched conspiracy, I don't know what is. And Carrie Lake said flat out, no, not doing it. We need principled leaders like that, George. We do. Yes, we do. And, you know, the, the, the amount of money they were talking was like they were offering was like 20, 30 million. So, you know, my hat's off to Carrie Lake. You know, thank God somebody, she stood up to them and actually recorded to prove it because if you never had this recording, you would never know. Because actually, when this story started coming out, that um, Jeff DeWitt, the um, chair of the um, Arizona Republican Party, said she was lying. But also now you have the leak audio. So who's lying now, Jeff? Thanks to the Daily Mail, we have to go overseas for enough press to have the integrity to release it, too. Uh, sad right. but true. Um, now, I do believe the Gateway Pundit and a few others might have released it. We would have. Uh, but again, this is the point. She's, they say, hey, Carrie's lying. Now, I'd like to see this taken to a court of law, though. Bribery is illegal, especially uh, when it comes from the Republican leadership chair in Arizona. You say that is literally vote fraud. To ask somebody to step aside for filthy lucre so that they can change the narrative and change the game on the ground when it comes to elections because she's too big of a threat and she won't play ball on their team the way they want her to. Um, this needs to be prosecuted all the way to the fullest extent of the law, in my opinion, George. Um, 100%. We need to know who approached them and who's offering this money. What, who are the players involved? But most importantly, how come he hasn't um, stepped down yet? He should have already stepped down. How come anybody from Arizona, from the GOP, haven't called, haven't called for his removal or have him removed? Just throw his ass out. Because... You got nothing. No peeps, no nothing. The only thing you heard was Wendy Rogers um, um, congratulate Carrie Lake. Now, this, if you talk about the, when they said the cartels are operating in 50 states, remember last year when Liz Harris, Rep. Liz Harris from Arizona, brought in um, Jacqueline Breger to address um, Congress over there in Arizona, their, their state reps. And she brought up all the um, corruption that involved the cartels involved um the governor all the way from money laundering bribery of judges and fraud when buying houses and mortgages fraud what and we need to do as americans is demand accountability ladies and gentlemen it starts with morality in the people religion and morality are the two key pillars of a stable constitutional republic ladies and gentlemen without it we're in trouble with it there's no stopping us you going to stand with us? I sure pray so. For George Ballantine, TheBigMig.com, and Sam Bushman, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, donate liberally, support our sponsors, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Yeah.